everyone. Welcome back to TVI. Carl here. Julian here. Hi. Hi. Um, hi. hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was, Hello. I, I, can you see that? I've got, I've got bitten on the forehead by a mosquito. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying talking to the listeners. You <laughs> can you see? You can't see. You're listening. But you can see I got bitten. What sort of mosquito bites you on the forehead? Have you ever been... Or stung? Do you get stung? Or, no, they. they Maybe suck, that's where you were sweating. Do they like sweat? Do they, I they like blood? Maybe you were bleeding. <laughs> In my sleep, I didn't bleed out my head. <laughs> Just release a bit of tension. Um, yeah, a bit of a stung. They don't give a fuck. The Aussie mosquitoes, are, I suppose, are different to here, aren't they? Exactly, they don't yeah. give a fuck. I was trying to get into my brain. <laughs> I want to get that good Eat shit. your brain, <laughs> little zombies. Um, but anyway, welcome back, everyone, to this episode where we're joined by uh, comedian Maureen Younger. Um, Maureen's great. She's really fun. Um, check out her show. She does a weekly sort of Zoom gig. She puts all all, all the details are always on her social media um, at Maureen Younger. We chat about all sorts. We have a right old laugh, yeah. don't we? It's nice. Talk about bad gigs. Talk about um, comedians getting in fights on stage. Um, we cover a lot of topics. So um, that's that. If you want some extra stuff, go on patreon.com forward slash we are TVI. Other than that, Catch over on Discord. Get togethers and previews even sometimes. And also join our Discord. There's people chatting about all sorts, recommendations, just general chat. Me talking behind Carl's back. It's <laughs> yeah. nuts. You've probably already got a couple of like sort of burner accounts on there just digging me out. <laughs> <laughs> just flaming you. <laughs> Um, night twenty five forty one sort of like loads Secret of flags <laughs> called, it's called bubbly and you just got this you're thing, the yeah, just on there just saying shit. Um, <laughs> it'd be funny to join. We should join our own Discord under pseudonyms and try and, and start ask some secret shit. questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we won't do that. We're gonna stay as ourselves. Um, but anyway, you can go on there and chat to other listeners. And so you're TVI on there, aren't you? And I'm I'm just Julian Dean. Well, because yeah. I haven't got around to setting up my own personal one. Yet. Yeah, yeah, that's all when right. When I set though, up yeah. the actual for whole forum thing, whenever I go on, it just logs me in as that. So yeah, yeah. I will put. I will. I will start going on so myself. People know, really. Yeah. Well, it feels a bit um, rude that I I got the official one, and you've just got to go on with <laughs> just Julian Dean, <laughs> and I'm diving in with TVI. Hey guys. TVI head office. As if I'm because it could sound like I'm speaking for both of us when I'm. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Horrific shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you getting tired with that brush. Um. Anyway, that's that. Join there. But other, before that, why don't you sit back and listen to us have a really fun chat with Maureen Younger? We're live now. I don't actually <laughs> record on the cloud rather than record on this computer. It's gone to shit, mate, since I left the country. Um, welcome back to TVI. Carl Donnelly here. Julian Dean. Guest. Yeah. And Maureen Younger. Maureen, I mean, you're the first guest who's ever introduced themselves, so you just oh, fine. Sorry. <laughs> uh, can, we, can we take two, please? That's like me to jump this in. Professional outfit, man. Part in when you want. <laughs> I think you put the wrong guest. Um, it's really funny. Oh, sorry, I just, yeah, feel... um, I just did a. I just uh, did a another podcast. I guested on a podcast just literally at forty five minutes ago, but it was like it's great. It's a Rosie Wilby does a podcast about breakups. Mm. And um, and basically, she heard me on. And Hannah dinner. asked you to go on. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have some stuff for this by next week. Yeah. Me and Hannah did it together. It's where she broke the news to me that she's left. <laughs> but um, we, um, I, I, I did, a, I guess, it on a thing called like the, the Divorce Club, uh, Samantha Baines podcast. And Rosie Wilby heard me on there. And she talked. She does a thing just about breakups. So we talked about like um, going traveling and stuff after the thing. But it's a really quite serious, you know, conversation, really. And I forgot that if it was the morning, I'd be fine. But I'm in Australia and it's the end of the day. So I've just been drinking beer since like 3 p.m. 
And suddenly I, I realised, like, oh, shit, I've got to talk about really serious, heartfelt stuff. I've just been on the fucking beers all day. <laughs> I, just, it, I was not basically... crying. I, it could go either way, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I had to really give hey. myself a little uh, sort of, you know, splash water on your face and go sort your shit out, mate, before talking to her. How did it go? It was good, actually. I, I, I managed to pull myself together and um, act professional. But it could have gone wrong. It could have, you know, it could have been... <laughs> too honest or piss, <laughs> or piss takey would have been even worse isn't it it's a really sad podcast about breakups you're like fuck that bitch man bros <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. before hose man yeah it's always good to play the room yeah, exactly anyway maureen welcome to the podcast hello um you are a comedian a podcaster um you're i mean is that what anything else you're doing a vegan cooking course today <laughs> yeah and i've just looked to see what i'm cooking see if you've ever made it guys it's, it's a beetroot um, empanadas with... <laughs> <laughs> well it might be the way i make it beetroot empanadas with dill and tofu dip mm. i love an empanada oh. is it what's saying what's the difference between an empanada and an enchilada i've asked the wrong people <laughs> <laughs> you're on a course for it i'm on a course to cook at my age that no um, also i don't really like mexican food so really? um no well, i don't um, like mexican food i think it's an em- i always get in because empanada i think might be the one that's like a burrito that's roasted oh i don't know but anyway that's that sounds really nice i think beetroot's an odd one though isn't it because it's beetroot is either if it's in a juice or something it's great or grated into a slaw but like a roasted beetroot tastes like absolute <laughs> nappies, doesn't it? It's just fucking horrible. I've never, I've, weirdly, I've never had a roasted beetroot before. Really? What I don't know if I No. You should have it cold, don't you? Yeah, you can do, but you can roast it. It's, um, it's a root vegetable, so it can Do you know, my dad used to grow beetroot, and he had so much once, he was, they started peeing red, yes. and he thought he had some big illness, and it was and like my mum just went... a week later. <laughs> 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 he just had too much beetroot. How's it he going? It's a beetroot ma- robbery because someone got wind. <laughs> he was hoarding uh, beetroot. But uh, anyway, so you're doing a vegan cooking course. What? Um, why vegan? Did you just decide I want to learn how to it was, vegan food? It was free, and you get the food. Fu- no, it was free, and you get the food for free. So I thought, oh, free food. What, has, what kind what of course is that? Has that a good business model for them? <laughs> <laughs> got loads of clients, businesses smashing it. <laughs> 400 grand down. <laughs> hey, this is my second free cookery course. It's through the council. Nobody reads oh. their emails. If you read right to the bottom, they do all these stuff. So it's a free that. course and all the food is free. I don't get from the council, to be honest. But, you, know. <laughs> you need to Why sign up. You? Oh, you have to sign up. Yeah. And oh. so they do all these free courses. So I'm like, yep. Where, um, where, because we, uh, you're from Mayans, isn't it? You're from Harlesden. Oh, around that way, yes. But where are you now? What what borough uh, are you talking? Uh, well, I just let's put. I'm in East London. Uh, are you in the same I've... place for years? Where you? Where yes. Walthamstow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for telling everybody that. I'm sorry, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Women's safety is, and all that. Uh, w- w- <laughs> number fifteen. Yeah. Um, I've still got Julian's um, tripod. That's not a euphemism, by the way. I know. Um, um, is, why have you got? I that? wanted to. That's about, about that, 15 years. That for about, how long? About 10 years or 10 years, maybe, yeah. <laughs> You're looking after it, yeah? <laughs> I mean, it's in the shed. It? God knows. It's in the <laughs> shed. I went, I went to get it for him because we were gigging once. And I was like, I looked at the shed, which is absolutely ran full of stuff. And I was like, no. I'm not that close not a friend with Julian. It doesn't exactly. really matter. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> <laughs> so out of order. Um, it was a really nice tripod. So hang on. So talk, talk us you through stick how it on eBay and how I'll the just council... Are doing free cooking courses. I, think this is, I genuinely teach... think most people will think, "What? What are you talking about?" Because I, I didn't know about this. Secret. I think it's all around the country. Various councils are doing these cookery courses to get people because people are cooking at home to try and get them to expand their repertoire and eat more healthy. It's a really good idea because I would. I mean, to be fair, it's a lot of work this vegan cooking, so I'm not sure I would do it again. But it's quite interesting to eat stuff. I, I had squash twice two weeks running, which is I don't know if you ever tried to peel squash. That is a blinking nightmare. What? Hang on. What? So, so it was nice to eat. What's the difference? Because I know I tend thing. to I tend to work with butternut squash when I'm dealing with squashes. 
Uh, what's the difference between that and the one you, you're I mean, talking about? Again, you're like, asking the wrong person. Orange squash. <laughs> orange, it's orange squash, yeah. But not <laughs> stuff you drink. Um, <laughs> lemon squash. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I, I'm not, uh, I don't, my squash family knowledge is low. I literally only <laughs> ever buy the butternut squash because I know how to work with it, but all the other ones. I don't even know that, what other squashes. Yeah, there's loads of squashes, man. There's shitloads. Ones that like. What all just related to the butternut one? Well, like, isn't pumpkin and all that? They're all part of the same family. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> so anyway, but you know, it's it's quite a good idea. This, I did another course which was more. Um, you did a meat on it, but they'd s- still send me great recipes, stuff that I would right. never normally cook. But when you say they send well, you the food as well, yeah, for the for the course they send you the food for free. Wow, this is mad. If it's all these, <laughs> what's to stop people signing up sense. to a different one every week and just never buying groceries again? <laughs> Well, it's only food for, for one meal. It's only food for one meal. <laughs> oh, and then you learn one meal a course. No, you learn four meals a course. Six-month course. <laughs> <laughs> the last one is you put ketchup all over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, it's oh, you know, you, with the other course, I've actually cooking, I've cooked food that they, they, they send recipes for. So it's actually quite interesting. That's and quite what, good. Um, are you a, are you a capable cook, or is this something you're no, doing because you're not? Very I mean, good? before lockdown, I generally used to go to the local Greasy Spoon. That's where I used to go, and that's that was my home cooking. So I can cook mince and I can cook chicken, and that's about it, really. <laughs> mince, those things. Other things aren't more difficult, are they? No. I don't know. That's how I grew up. Mince is quite hassle, isn't it? Well, mince. Yeah, it's it really feels easy. Like now, when you say mince, it sounds like something from like the 70s isn't it like you know what i mean it's one of them food ingredients that well look you're, don't you're really fat, hear you're about fat, anymore you're fat are you joking your family well, no, are irish in, aren't they my family no, is scottish terms, yeah in terms but i mean in terms of like you've never seen when's the last time you saw mince on a cooking show like you know you're not oh, watching yeah, master chef and they're like yeah i'm doing some mince <laughs> i never watch master chef there's no free food but i but you know like if, i'm probably like irish families you know mince and tatty we just have mince and oh, yeah, tatties yeah. it was like a staple diet tatty a potato potato yeah, yeah. <laughs> Julian's looking confused. Julian is a great cook. <laughs> Doesn't even know what a potato I've got is. That, um, that corn mince. That's, that's pretty good. Right. That, that's yeah. sort of you like, like. Um, I like the the textured. What's it called? The, the dry one you get in Holland and Barrow. Have you ever cooked with that? No. It looks shit. It looks like sawdust. But then when you chuck it, you you build the sauce out of it because it's dry. It mm. soaks up all the flavors. So. It's um, it's, I think that's the best vegan. So you've got to have other flavours to... Yeah, otherwise you're literally... Just, it's like eating a bag of sawdust. <laughs> mm. so, <laughs> it's porridge, I suppose, isn't it? Huh? Porridge. Like porridge. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, porridge. Um, what's your porridge um, recipe? Like, have you got... Because some people really go to town. Some people keep it simple, like old school. Just milk, oh, oats. Milk and salt. Or milk water. Salt. Some people just use water. Them oh, lunatics. no, that's... That's hardcore, no. That is, that feels like, yeah, that feels like you're sort of, you know, you're in hiding or something, like you're some <laughs> nutter in the woods. But like, I think I've always added loads of shit, like I'll chop a banana in and yeah, I'll just put loads Bananas of and berries yeah, I and stuff. A bit of honey. I, I, blend, I blend oats up basically, so I put half a cup of oats, blueberries, chia seeds, um, protein powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, wow. Um, honey as well. Do you use honey? Yeah, just stick some honey in it. We've never had this the, the honey this, the debate on here about you know the some vegans are very pro, some vegans think it's fine to use honey. Some vegans think it's it falls just outside the remit. You know, if you buy sort of because of it's still bees, isn't it? Yeah, but isn't I mean, it a byproduct? I mean, I haven't had it in about a year, but 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 it's a byproduct in the sense of you buy it. <laughs> it's a product. <laughs> But it's, <laughs> it's um yes yeah, i've had honey i've had honey a couple of times over the last year actually yeah well, that's what i mean like, there's there's i know it's one of them ones that some people are like no it's an animal product some people go like well i didn't think it the, was because the bees don't die yeah that's what there is that that's what i, mean, some I do eat believe. bees as well <laughs> i do kill bees is that why there's a, is that why there's a shortage chewing gum <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, I know some people that just are vegan and they have honey and they think it's totally fine. I know some vegans are hardcore and like, no, it's just, 
I'm just somebody who just doesn't, I never really liked honey, so it wasn't a hard thing for me to give up. Um, I used to love honey on toast when I was younger, yeah. That's it, nice. Yeah, that was all right, but yeah, I think, you know, I, I, I didn't, I, do you know what, the other day we went for a walk, right, into, we went to a nature reserve here, not a nature reserve, it was just like a, a bit of the bush, basically, mm. and uh, I could, there was this humming noise coming from the forest, and I said to my father-in-law, what's that? And he went, oh, that'll be the bees. I was like, what? <gasps> he said, yeah, there's like, there's like, there's so, I think he actually it was wasps. He said there's like wasps. Run. Yeah, yeah, he said there's like, there's massive amounts of, like, there's thousands of wasp nests in the centre center of the forest. So like, you just don't go into that bit. And I was like, you're fucking right, I ain't going into that bit, mate. <laughs> swarms of wasps where you could hear from like a hundred meters away no. how many wasps must that be i mean that'd be fascinating to hear though i'd like to i'd like to be there felt, yeah not. there was a bit when from we, a like, distance every now and again yeah. when you take a path that sort of went a little on one of them beekeeper suits <laughs> i saw a video yesterday of a woman who does like she helps people fix up their beehives but she does it without a suit on she's just like a what? sort of she's like a little like quite a pretty blonde lady who just goes and just she puts her hands in and she's got bees all over her arm and she's just totally she's gonna get murked soon isn't she how, how can she not get stung her confidence yeah it's like that thing if you grab stinging nettles you won't get stung if you grab them that is not true no that's not true <laughs> julian that is so not true that is um that can't be true <laughs> as opposed to brushing them gently you know you've got to go at them shamu's boss that's the worst <laughs> advice that's one of them, that is one of them things. I think that's one of them things that somebody's just made up for a laugh because it sounds like it could be true. And then you try it and you're just like, ah, your hand's covered in stings. <laughs> yeah, it's even worse. It's like somebody goes, you know, if you just you like hit your cock with a hammer really hard, it doesn't hurt. The harder you do it, the less you feel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just hear stories about loads of, kids of, loads of kids have broke their knob off trying to do the challenge. And it make, makes it more robust. <laughs> Where are you in Oz, by the way? And we're in Melbourne, so we ah. um, yeah, we've been in Melbourne for eight days now, and before that, we were in Brisbane quarantine. I bet you're happy to be out of quarantine, are you now? Is it kind yeah, of yeah. like it's, um, euphoric? Yeah, there's definitely. I had a euphoric. I had a proper euphoric moment uh, where on like, early in the week we went. It was a really sunny day, and we're coming to the end of summer in Australia, essentially. So, but it's not going into winter you know it's not going to be like fucking zero degrees it's still like like today there was people walking around with coats on and i'm walking around in shorts and t-shirts that's like fucking it's 17 degrees yeah and um they're all like fucking it's got cold in it but like we went down the beach just for a walk and it was so nice and sunny i just got in the sea and honestly when i walked into the sea and it was nice and cool water i made a noise like it's it felt like a sort of baptism you know like after it felt like i'd washed off like four months of lockdown just by going in the sea in the water and it was all i just like a dolphin noise free willy no but i made this sort of like primal noise of like release like just like as, as the water went over me, it's fucking amazing. It's nice though. It's, uh, oh, all I the shackles opening up. Definitely, mate. You know, um, uh, yeah. So that's I'm in Melbourne, and yeah, I went to the beach. That's my sort of that's my big update. And you've right. been to a football match, haven't you? Was I went that to a football, football match, match today. This uh, this uh, early oh, wow. evening, I went to a footy match. And gigging. He's living, gigs. The oh, living the life. Oh, Carl. We can only dream of gigging, can't we, Julian? You do. I mean, I've done a couple of Zoom gigs recently. They're, they're, I'm getting used to them. I do miss I'm, the live vibe, though. It is. I mean, do you know what? I didn't realise how much I was missing it until this week when I did gigs. Like, this weekend as well. The first gigs I did back, I was all over the shop because I'd forgotten how to do it. But mm. I just did a weekend of gigs at a really lovely club called Comedy Republic. And it was so much fun. Like, it's a proper nice... Do you know what it feels like? It feels like the upstairs room at Top Secret. That's what the club feels oh like. Oh my god, it's a that's brilliant! Little three bank, like studio essentially, and shit, man, it was so much fun. And I, it made me. I, I came off stage just after Friday night, and I was like, of course, I missed it. It's so much fun doing comedy. And what do you Don't do? You the miss- same kind of set lengths as Eng- England kind of yeah, style. Yeah, just in an it? Australian accent. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> with a, with a, yeah, just that up. corkscrews dressed like crocodile Dundee. Um, don't, you, don't you don't you miss hanging out with comics as well, like the green room? I mean, sometimes you want to avoid the green room. But... Yeah, 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 yeah. That is, yeah, that is very comic dependent. But like, I'd still nine times out of ten, you have a nice catch up with people, and you know, like yeah. I stayed, last night we had some drinks after the show, and it was just sitting there, just having a laugh with a beer. And I was like, fuck, man, this is. But some normality has been. You know, because that is like not gigging. Obviously, we had that period in London when we were all gigging in the summer, you know, up until like November, essentially. Yeah. It's lovely, but isn't it? what we haven't really had is being able to just sit around in like a pub having a drink. That has We haven't had that really since last no. March, have we? So that was a real moment when I, yeah, the other night after a gig, we just had a drink and I sat there and I was like, I felt weird. I felt sort of a bit disorientated because I've forgotten how to socialise. Do you know, I did a, one of those car gigs, and we so we had two shows. So we had like an hour and a half or two hours where we could just what, chat. Uber? You drove an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we had two hours backstage where we could just chat, and then we were actually kind of upset when we had to go back to to gig mm. again because we were just enjoying yeah, yeah, yeah. catching up after you know after all that time. It's so weird. What was like... it like the car gig? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, if somebody had said it to you the year before, you would have gone, "No thanks." But yeah, yeah. they were the only gigs going, so you went. Okay, that's that's great. shown us actually, isn't it? Like we used to be. I used to go in a room and think, oh, the ceiling's a bit high. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> and now it's like... The it's ain't a good room for comedy. Now yeah. I'm delighted to do one outside. But you know, but if somebody house. said, I've got a comedy room and everybody's going to be three seats away from each other, you'd be like, well, I know. what the hell are you yeah, doing? Yeah, I ain't but doing that gig. I ain't doing that gig. It's rubbish. But now, now you're like, yeah, that sounds great. Cars 100 metres away. You're like, this looks nice. It's nice Shouting <laughs> over a fucking Mark- car park. <laughs> I mean, Marcus, but I said to Marcus Birmingham, comparing. Parking. I think comparing is the hardest job when you do these car park gigs. I, I said to, to get something you, going. I said, you know, you'll know if you're doing really badly if they all start reversing out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, a slow shit driver just starts three seventeen pointing out. <laughs> <laughs> so did you not do did neither of you do those car gigs i've not no, done I didn't one, do one no. i've I done was... a lot of outside gigs and stuff which are great i think some Pub of them guard. i mean then back the art center ones we we did last yeah, summer that was great Fuck, they were just in the little courtyard but um and, the, but... and um the confident crow is it he's um paul mccaffrey's got a few oh, yeah, okay. down in winchester and that yeah yeah it's um yeah, yeah i think I, I like it in the summer i like an outdoor gig but you know, there is that. In yeah, yeah. Aylesford as well, that pub was doing a great one outside. Oh, um, hang on, yeah. Um, I did, yeah. There was, I mean, basically, that I reckon there's going to be a lot of that in the summer in the UK. Mm-hmm. Be loads I think of you're right. Gigs. And it's going to be great. You know, it's going to be lo- Every, Everyone's going to be so happy to be outdoors and just having a beer in a fucking beer yeah. garden. Well, do you know what? I've, I've got a gig in Birmingham, hopefully, in April, and that sold out pretty quickly because I think people yeah, yeah. are just, just dying to yeah, see some live entertainment, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's, um... you remember when I swore at that children's gig? <gasps> oh, do you want to tell tell Carl the story? Because you know I, I booked. The thing is, I can't make sense of it still. I don't know why. I booked Julian for a, a family friendly gig. So there were kids. In, comedy and ask, cake. Comedy with cake. Kids. There were kids in who were five to grandparents. I, I mean, said, Look, obviously, you can't I'd argue swear. At this point, you are responsible for this problem because <laughs> if I was something in that gig, Julian would not be getting that. Perhaps <laughs> I didn't know Julian as well as you do, but I. Booked him, said, obviously, you can't swear, can't do any dodgy material. You don't know me. I feel like we're really closer than you've done. <laughs> <laughs> like three times now. And, uh, Just keep mugging but... you off. You're like best friends. We don't really speak much. We don't really know oh, each other. We don't speak. Who, who is Julian? We but... So anyway, I said, obviously, you can't swear. You can't do any dodgy material. And then I was backstage on my phone because I'm a very professional. And, and then I heard Julian say on stage, to a family audience, what did you say? What was your joke that you said, Julian? I wish I could suck my own cock. <laughs> twice! He said it twice! That is, um... You know I what mean... it was? When I was in... I, I, I contextualise it. When I was in Edinburgh... Yeah, you do that. There was, a, there was a young kid in the front of the audience and everyone's really nervous and I went out there and I had the best gig of the run because... I kind of played with it a bit. And I said to the kid, what's your worst swear word? And he said some silly word. I said, what about cunt? And I don't know. You know, when you hit the vibe, so it's <laughs> yeah, very yeah, yeah. rare. Yeah, you yeah. were in Scotland. And then yeah, he's exactly. talking about catching his mum and dad. like, And it just was the best gig of the run. And I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. might have been in my head. If you play yeah. a bit dangerous, then it can it yeah, go yeah. either way. More, t- I mean, 
It was a bad, bad, bad decision. <laughs> my phone went flying out of my hands. I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> um, Wes Sahara was on, wasn't he? And he, yes. And I was nervous before. I was going, oh, they, there's a couple of kids out there. Um, quite a few. Quite <laughs> um, a lot, actually. And the grandparents. But then I'm kind of doing stuff about like, me and my girlfriend in the bedroom, but I'm not swearing. I'm all alluding, so they won't understand what I mean anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then, then I, and then I just the went, for, and it was going so well. And I thought that uh, I don't know. I just didn't think, man. And what I just said that. It just, it just went cold. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the young kids couldn't understand it, so that was yeah. fine. But it was, yeah. That is, um, it's right. It was in the afternoon as well. It was like, in the after- afternoon. It was an afternoon gig. gig. Two o'clock, like, two half past two. You know, I've, I mean, not like that, but you know, have you ever done near the baby gigs, like bring your own baby and stuff like yes. that? Yes. They're, they're okay, aren't they? I, I, I mean, really I like them. Yeah, because the I do baby's one to one, aren't they? They suit people who are either um, parents, comedians who are parents, or they're yeah. comedians who understand that you're just going to have babies crying and they're not going to take it, per- you're not going to take it personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it a few times with comedians who get really annoyed when babies are crying like they literally are like fucking or they start really over commentating on how bad the geese go. yeah like yeah, yeah. it's 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 weird that's you know you'd think you if you're gonna do that gig you should be aware that you're probably your background noise you're not gonna be the center <laughs> of attention for once you're not as important to them audience members as their babies are that are right in front of them I know, yeah. It's, Some are breastfeeding and stuff, aren't they? Like, yeah. They were, they were nice though. Because you can that. say, I, I mean, I right. probably wouldn't do that cock joke, but like, you can just do whatever. Really, the babies it's a bunch can't of mums understand you. Drinking yeah. fucking champagne at Getting eleven a.m. because yeah. they're just excited to be out of the house. You can say whatever you want because the baby yeah, ain't gonna yeah. understand it. It's more, but just the yeah. fact that the babies will kick off and stuff. And yeah, watching comments go, "Well, fucking that being died." There's a cunt right at the front on the left. Kept screaming. <laughs> I don't know, but it can be a bit, I suppose, because you're not, you, you sometimes doing, you're not getting any feedback at all because, you know, everyone's concerned with their baby. So it can be yeah, a bit yeah. depressing Smashed when you're just yeah. like, you're doing your jokes and it's like, okay, now's the next one. Now's the next one. Yeah. But I, do I think, turned yeah. up at one once and it was like, um, it was billed as a baby's gig, like under one only. But I turned up, there was like six, seven-year-olds. It was just children. I was like, oh, oh God. Oh, no, that's... So you just dusted off the old cock joke. Cock joke. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> I just got my dick out. It's mine. <laughs> I did puppetry of the penis. Oh, I, I supported them on tour. Did you? Yeah. This is so weird. I was talking to um, comedian Zoe Coombs-Ma last night about puppetry of the penis. She did a big routine about it. Um, and was Mickey uh, I... Dean doing that for Mickey a while. Mickey D was, was doing it up until last year. Um, he's a good egg, isn't he? He's a lovely guy. I've seen him for fucking years. I, I, I see him most years when I'm out here. But um, oh, yeah, he wow. did. Like he, I saw him when he was training for puppetry of the penis. <laughs> like he was in training. <laughs> I mean, that's they are what very, he said. They are very flexible. They're very, you know, they... But it's like, as we, we were talking about it in the dressing room last night, and what we were discussing is actually when you've seen it, I've seen it. Um, I saw it in Adelaide a few years back. Just do like a, it was only like a 10 minute spot. Um, but like most of it is is bollocks. Like, I mean, literally bollocks. Like, they, the, 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 their knob makes up some of the parts of the shapes, but often their bollocks are doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, the burger is. It's your balls with your knob in the middle. <laughs> like you're not, yeah. You know, the puppetry of the penis is a bit of a missold sort of. I've got like no interest in watching it though. Like, I mean, it'd be weird if I yeah. had a mad interest in watching it. Hey, I also, I also was support for that is an Aussie peop, uh, people, Naked Magicians. That was a great gig. Did that I for a month. Those guys, um, what? Yeah, tell, me, from tell, us, tell us about what are the audience for puppetry of the penis like? Um, mainly women are they mainly women women and middle-aged women and gay men same for uh naked magicians so as a, for me as a comic that was a brilliant audience to play to yeah, it was yeah. perfect you know because they're really yeah. up for it because i found I, I know like tiffany stevenson did some support for them like they tend to they tend to get a female comedian because yeah the demographic is actually it's perfect. better for it yeah yeah but i mean are they not like not to just like i'm not just being disparaging about these audiences but 
are they not a bit feral if they're the sort of people that go no. to watch puppetry of the painting? But, 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 but you, you're going to theatres, aren't you? It's not. So it could you, be the opposite, though, couldn't it? It could go the other way. Like. I think people are more more like, better be behaved really, in theatres. Really aren't well they? in a theatre, but you can't. You can only do so much because of the venue. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, what but I mean? no, but I didn't find them feral at all. The, stag do in a bloody in the, the Shakespeare's Globe. They're not going to suddenly be like, oh, this, this is a lovely. Yeah, but also it depends bird. how how pissed people are. How, how pissed do people get in theatre bars? For God's sake! I suppose it's expensive, <laughs> isn't it? It's fucking it's four quid for a bottle of water. <laughs> So, you know, I think they're there for what they are. They're there, they're there for a good time. So I did it for a month in the West End for them and it was absolutely fantastic. Because I was finished by 20 past eight, which is a comic, is brilliant. <laughs> such a, cl- you such know, a you're comics like... line, that, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Just when you live by 20 past eight. Like, comics love talking about how early they got home early. from a gig, isn't it? You know when you're like, oh, mate, got home in time for fucking 10 o'clock news. Like, what? Yeah, and, but other we... comics would be like, oh, that is a fantastic yeah, gig. Yeah, yeah, um, love it. And, you know, and the audience was just really up. They were up for a good time. I mean, they didn't realise there was going to be a comic there, I think, half the time. But they really enjoyed, you know, they enjoyed it. And you had a great, great rapport with them. And it was fun. And working with the Naked Magicians was excellent. They were two hot guys who did a great show. The show was actually really well done. Great magic, they were naked. They They got more and more naked as the show progressed. Yeah. So you had something to look forward to. Right. When you see their their willies and stuff. You saw everything by the end. What if they had a boner or something? You'd have to ask them. That's something I never asked them. And they were really nice to work with. trick would be making their, their career disappear. Obviously, obviously, Julian, with me... Making probably... their freedom disappear. With <laughs> <laughs> a penitentiary for three months. Making their family and friends disappear. It was, a, it was a brilliant, brilliant job. Because so I suppose what that is the trick or the joke or trick is that they do in magic, but they've got they can't hide anything up their sleeves. That would be the sort of. I, I don't know. I suppose it's it's a it's a like a selling point, but it works really really well, and the magic is also very good. So yeah. they put together a really good show. I mean, I watched it plenty of times, you know, and I still yeah, enjoyed but... it. Yeah. Um, and you know, and the other thing was <laughs> still got the secret the real... recording on your laptop. Oh, they gave they gave me a. They, I got their plastic. I got they, they had a blow up doll on stage, and I got that as a leaving present. Oh, really? So that's in my cupboard. Can't borrow it. <laughs> when you get your tripod back. <laughs> Probably use both together. Um, yeah, that's um, that's yeah. I'm fascinated by that sort of the audiences of those sorts of shows. Uh, do you remember? Were you and either of you in Edinburgh the year the Chippendales were in town? It was years no. ago. And no. they did the, they did a show at the Underbelly, and somebody <laughs> told me they were on like they they were in the next room to them. So somebody was doing like their show about their oh, no. dad dying or something. And every night next door, there would be like 150 screaming women. So they'd be there going, and that's when, you know, that's when he got diagnosed with cancer. And you just hear this fucking like pumping oh. music. Boom, boom, and these guys are getting their dicks out <laughs> and women are screaming. <laughs> what was that gig? Was it Sway where you had to do stand up while there was like a club, nightclub noise? Well, no, because Sway had a, there was a club. Oh, there, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Because there was a downstairs room that was, I think there was a club next door to it or something. The Covent Garden one. Oh, fuck, yeah, that it, gig was. It was worst. no Hoburn. It's near Hoburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never played actually. I, I watched. You didn't miss much. Yeah, <laughs> horrific gig. Let's be honest. Because the audience couldn't really hear it, but you're on, as you were, but people on stage could really hear. All you could hear was this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, that was boom, a downstairs boom, boom. room. The upstairs room was just such a big, wide, vast room and everyone was getting food and it just, everyone was so dressed up and they'd spent <laughs> loads of money to like sit in the nice bit and you just, I just found it was such a hard gig. I heard I'd, about a lot of deaths there. Oh mate, I ate Every one of yours. So many dudes. times. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be walking in just putting a serviette on there to eat some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a knife and find one got any cutlery before I start. Before I tuck into that quarterly shit I eat here. Just dabbing the corners of your mouth at the end of your set. Before lockdown, Julie and I did actually a really nice gig in Croydon of all places. Where in Croydon? Oh, I was with you. Yeah, well, you were no. on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were on stage at one point. I mean, I was your chaperone. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, where that, in Croydon? That, that was before lockdown one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, that was lovely. I'll tell you who um, ran, ran it. Do you remember Wayne, Wayne from the Comedy Cafe? Oh, it yeah, was yeah. his gig. 
Yeah, it was lovely. They just that opened lovely, it up. It? it was a really nice gig. So it was a new venue. Yeah, and it was quite yeah. a big room, and it wasn't it was full. An old so it strip look, club, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did look like it. You wasn't going to be a good gig because they were really spread out. Can you? But see actually, it was really, really out. nice. Thought <laughs> if he can manage it, <laughs> I'll be all right. <laughs> Um, that was a lovely gig, man. Did you ever do Jonglers I really Croydon? Miss it. I really miss gigging at the moment. Yes. Jonglers sure Croydon was a pretty bad. Room. Was that the basement one? Basement one, and there was just a, there was a kitchen door, so that we're like the kitchen was just like just the back of the room, Why but it was one of them sort of flappy kitchen doors. So anytime somebody in, in the upstairs bit would order food, you know their food would come out the kitchen door, and every time the kitchen door opened, you'd just hear all the chefs laughing and swearing so you'd be halfway through a bit like and they'd be quiet because the gig was hard the kitchen door the would real swing open coming from the kitchen and they'd all be laughing they'd all be having a, all the chefs all laughing ha ah. you're just dying to a bunch of to like 60 <laughs> people watching you just going, i wish i was in that kitchen <laughs> it was hard man uh, can't wait to do all these gigs again well obviously not jungle stuff southampton was quite nice I, a couple yeah, of times i did right Portsmouth um, was a bit of a jar, Portsmouth wasn't it? Portsmouth was the worst. Portsmouth, I think, was I only ever did it once, and I'd heard so many stories, and I thought I was never going to do it, and then I just thought it'd be a laugh, innit? I thought, you know what? Why don't I put it in and see how bad it is? And it was me, <laughs> Jeff Innocent, um, oh, who it might be Mandy Knight. Oh, basically, we all just 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 were shit. Like <laughs> every one of us died. Like when you see Jeff Innocent die, you know I'm about I'm in trouble, man. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah there's so comics when you're like, uh, they're not having a good gig. Yeah, this is <laughs> game over, isn't it? Especially yeah, that like was a crap one. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Christmas gig, so it's hey, like... did you hear Jeff Innocent? Jeff Innocent got attacked by some woman in Top Secret. Oh yeah, last year. Mm. Did he? She yeah. got arrested, didn't she? She got arrested. Yeah. Yeah, because he does his kind of racial stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, she didn't. She wasn't. She was so pissed. It. She didn't really listen to the joke. Jumped really? on stage. Did she, and yeah. she, did she hit him? And I mean, Jeff, I mean, Jeff, you know, you, you wouldn't think anybody, he's quite good, quite a presence, shall we say. He's a, yeah, he's a big I mean? man, Jeff. Like, his whole big... dimensions are big. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but she, because then she, 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 she got marked by the throat as well. So in the end, she got arrested. Mark going to take her off stage. And it's not like, and Top Secret isn't normally like that, is it? Top Secret's usually a, a you know, fun gig. Yeah, absolutely. Your Jeff? sound's gone a little bit. Yeah, your sound's oh. gone. Mine? That's oh, it's it back. better. That's oh, better, sorry. Yeah. I, I just wasn't talking, guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's how sound works. <laughs> oh, I see. Um, Jeff once threatened an audience member on my behalf. Uh, it was my first oh, ever weekend he? at the Birmingham Glee. I was really new and nervous. At the Birmingham Glee? And, uh, and I, was chat I just started chatting to a couple of guys in the front row. They were big, burly blokes. And I just did it. I sort of, I can't remember what the joke was, but it was... Sort of, I asked. I, I used to have this routine about like having that conversation with your mates drunk about if you're a straight guy, how much would you have to be paid to fillet another man? And uh, I, I sort of started out having it with members of the audience. It was really fun. And then I asked this one guy in the front. It was a big bloke. I went, "Go on, mate. How much would you do it for?" And he, he just, he went. Uh, he goes, "Don't ask me that." And I was like, oh, "All right." And I did made a joke about him. And I was like, oh, this, "This guy." And then uh, and I asked him again, and he went, if you ask me that one more time, I'm going to get up there, I'm going to punch you in the head. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, mate. And then the whole crowd went, ooh. And then I looked at him, and I was like, he's actually going to do it. He looked so threatening um, that I sort of just, you know, I was too new and fresh to really, like, I would, now I'd double down, and I would absolutely just sort of call this bullshit, innit? <laughs> but also, if it's your first weekend, you, you want to make a great impression. Isn't it? Well, so, you've yeah, got extra pressure so I sort on of you. just I, I smoothed it over a bit and sort of played around with it, with trying to not look like I just basically shit myself. And then I introduced Jeff, and he walked on stage and he just dived straight into the guy. He went, Oh, who the fuck do you think you are? And just like the guy just shit himself, honestly. I was so, I was so like, oh, I wish I was a big That's skinhead. Nice, isn't it? it is nice to know. But I think idea. comics do that. I know somebody had a go at me once and the comic that afterwards had a go at the person who'd had a go at me. So I think pe comics do tend to do that, don't they? They, yeah. they kind of fight the other... Unless you really don't like them. Where's well, that leave? <laughs> I normally go out and go, mate, I'm on your side. I think he's a prick as well. <laughs> I'm in the comics face afterwards. <laughs> Squaring up to them on the street. <laughs> 
Um, I've never actually said the only person I know that's ever attacked an audience member is Craig Campbell in Edinburgh. I remember there was the year oh, he and, dived um, off the crowd. Oh, and so and so who punched who, who broke somebody's nose. He punched. Uh, I think he headbutted someone in Edinburgh, didn't he? Broke somebody's nose. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, David David Whitney. It was all over. Yeah, I know. It was all over the news and that, oh, okay. and yeah, 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 yeah. and uh, I forgot the about New York that. Times because <laughs> Whitney's a bit of a, I think, a bit of a secret hard man. Yeah, you know I mean, he's yeah, sort of yeah, like a yeah, bit yeah, of a isn't unit. He? He's really yeah, he's fun. a unit, isn't he? I went through a period where I kept bumping into him in Soho, and we sort of and we just get shit faced together in like Jerry's bar. He's a good guy, like isn't that. he? Like a posh fun. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't he ex-army? Is he ex-army? I think he might yeah, be. Yeah, I that's, think so. He's got that. Yeah, that feel. But he's a he's a funny. We should get him on. Actually, he's really um, yeah. some good stories. But um, yes, I, yeah, he did headbutt someone. <laughs> I mean, I should probably check the legality of that. I think, <laughs> I think he got arrested and all that, didn't he? Uh, for it, I think. Because in yeah. Scotland, the law's different. Like in England, if you had, if they don't press charges, you don't have to get. Nicked. <laughs> I thought you meant the headbutt laws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not considered a crime. In Scotland, uh, they actually uh, prosecute the other person for being a pussy hole. <laughs> <laughs> for not taking it on the like a fucking man. What did Craig Campbell do? He, I remember it was late in life. Uh, somebody oh, okay. was giving him shit and he jumped off the stage. And he just, it was amazing that he pushed them. He sort of like pushed them like that. They were sitting on a chair and their, their chair just like slid with them on it up the aisle. And honestly, no. about 40 foot. So this person's now just sitting on a chair at the back of the room, just like <laughs> realising what's just happened. Though, couldn't they? I, mean, hey, I, it's, it's I, remember late, I remember late in life, somebody threw a chair at Janie Godley. Wow. And what was really annoying is nobody, somebody should have stepped in from the venue and, and thrown that yeah, person out. But they didn't. What but, did Jenny yeah, do? Because, was... I mean, she's somebody who doesn't, she oh, doesn't she, shy away she... from a confrontation. No, no. I mean, she she dealt with it really well. But I would think, when I was watching she's it, I thought... She's in a chair thought... and is now in a kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Free no, chair. she dealt with it well. But I just thought, you know, she, no comic should be put in that position, should they? No, they should not have... at all. It's, um, yeah, there is a, there's a line, isn't it? I think sometimes, I, th- I do think sometimes comics who are very confrontational, shouldn't be surprised when somebody takes it the wrong way and and reacts badly but there is a line where I think people should always remember it's performing and you know to not yeah uh, yeah but I I think the the security that's up to the security and the staff or the manager show manager should be the one to realize if a comic is being an absolute arsehole on stage Get them off get them before off. it causes a situation, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't incite it or like throw f- petrol on it if it's gonna kick off. Of course. Yeah, I, you I know just what I mean? just fucking beat people up. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, what do you do? I've never somebody, had it actually. Have you ever had it? What do you What do you say when people say they're offended by one of your jokes? Have you ever had that? Um, a couple of a couple of times. times yeah, I, I used to do a joke about a prostitute when I first started and a woman I was doing a charity gig and a woman come up to me after she worked for sex work charity (laughs) you really haven't got to play the room man I know man (laughs) I mean it it did really well but like it wasn't I don't know like it was just a silly joke like it was like you know a woman come up to me in the street the other day and she had like cold so she was like you can fuck me for a tenner and I was like Anyway, after I fucked her, we were talking. And it was just that, you <laughs> yeah, know, just yeah, a yeah, simple, yeah, yeah. stupid, yeah, open yeah. spot a joke. Back and reveal, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, but she came up to me afterwards and got, like cornered me a bit and was just like, "That was really offensive. I prefer if you didn't say that." <laughs> um, and I said, "I've only got four minutes of material." That's like <laughs> that's like one of them. No, you can't throw away stuff. It's a hard one, isn't it? Like um, because yeah, sometimes I think. I've I, I once upset somebody in it. Any I've only ever had it a handful of times. Somebody said that I said I've upset them or I've said something that they've offended. Ninety nine percent of the time, I've always sort of had to explain to them that it it wasn't what they thought it was. They've normally, yeah, they've normally misheard the it. They've normally misunderstood it or taken it totally out of context. Only I had once a compare. Did I Sorry. have somebody? I actually apologised to one audience member who got in touch on social media after and basically I was just chatting to the crowd. And I just, I had a bit of banter with this guy and he just, he was so self-conscious and insecure and like it actually made him really uncomfortable just having me essentially making yeah, yeah, yeah. the point of attention for everyone. 
and he's yeah. really like he said to me look i'm a big fan i've seen loads of times but it really made me uncomfortable and I actually was sort of couldn't enjoy the rest of the show afterwards and i was like oh fuck man that's i said to him, i'm really sorry that genuinely isn't what i meant i, I did that be. once actually i, I was um doing a, a gig in uh, the city i forget some pub and uh there was only like five people in the audience one of those gigs and i'm Ooh. going through and i'm not doing that well then i did a darker joke yeah and it got a laugh and then i did a darker one and it got and i really offended somebody there she oh, got no. up she was the one laughing at the beginning her, oh, like God. and she got up and walked out her boyfriend got up walked out so there was like three people left <laughs> i was a prop- <laughs> It properly shook me, and I was like, I had nothing to. I mean, what can you say? If someone's genuinely offended, I'm not going to like steam in or like no. slam them or anything. I was just like, and I went downstairs after the gig, and I waited. He was there, and she was in the toilet, I think, and I was chatting to him, and I wanted to speak to her when she came out to explain to her the joke and stuff. But, um, but I remember once I did a joke about cancer and I saw a woman crying. Oh, God. She wasn't she wasn't protesting, but it was obviously quite a recent thing for her, maybe. Oh, and it no. kinda of was like, oh shit. And afterwards I spoke to her. She wasn't saying don't do it, she was just saying it I think she might have just lost someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about um, have you had it? Have you had it? Maureen? I had a good, actually when I was doing the naked magician, somebody came up to me I talk about my I got a joke about my mum and he said, I'm really offended by the way you used the word scotch and I went no, I didn't. I called it. I would never call my mum Scotch. I would call her Scottish. I said, yeah. And he was so he was upset about something he thought I said, and I said, misheard like, you. You misheard me because I do. That. And the thing is, Scotch, the, for some reason, if I whisper Scottish in the joke, I get a laugh. I have no idea why, but yeah. that's just how it is. So I know exactly what I've and I've said that joke for years. So it was like yeah. he went, you had said Scotch. I went, no, my family is Scottish. I would never call my mum Scotch. <laughs> and I was like, and he, I think he got a bit of. And the other time was a Dutch guy just, when I was digging in Sweden. Before we move on, just to clarify though. Did he not realise he'd just watched an hour of show after you of a bunch of <laughs> blokes pulling cards out their arseholes and stuff? He's, up, he's upset about the word scotch. I was like, mate. The naked magicians. But I remember when I did a gig in Sweden, this Dutch guy started giving me a lecture about my gig, my, my set and what he thought was wrong with it. And I just went, look, mate, when I wrote it, I didn't write it with you in mind. Yeah. And he, got, and he was the, like... That's the point, isn't it? You sometimes just think... if I, I, yeah, a few, I've only ever a couple of times genuinely said to people like to people you are an idiot and you do not understand what i'm talking about you've literally you you're not capable of understanding that routine so this conversation's over but it's sometimes you have to because it is like what's the point in trying to explain it to somebody who's just not capable yeah i did a gig in backyard and it went really well and people coming up to me afterwards going oh well great and there was like you know when there's like a little line i'm standing with the, yeah, the yeah. promoter and then one of the girls was in the line and I turned around to go, oh, thanks. I almost said, oh, thanks before she said it. <laughs> and, uh, Danny Dearlove was there and books the gig. And she went, yeah, that joke you did, that was in Friends 20 years ago. And then just walked oh, off. No, God. no. And it, it wasn't, it wasn't in Friends. There was a, a you know, when saying like the similar, pre- yeah, it's not even yeah, the yeah. same premise, yeah. the same subject. Yeah, and it, it was like, but it fucking that that one was in my head for about four weeks. <laughs> there was a comic. He's not well. He's not a very good comic, and he did a joke, and it was from. And then somebody in the audience went, "Ted and what's that with the one with Keanu Bill and Reed? Ted?" that's because I thought, when he said, it, I thought, "God, that's a really good joke," because his jokes are awful. I went, "Oh, that's a really good joke," and then somebody went, "Oh, that's from Bill and Ted." I went, "Oh, that's why it's a good joke." Oh, but it's like, why would you? Why would you nick a joke from, from a, a film? film? Yeah, like it's not 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 nicking one off some obscure. It's not an obscure Comic. reference. Um, what? Because it is a thing. Because people might not know that like you you do a lot of black circuit gigs. Mm. More, like out of you, probably out of uh, out of any white comedian I know, do the most. Yeah. Uh, apart from White Yardy, who doesn't. Apart from White Yardy. Yeah, he does so many. But oh, um, Kevin Jay. Kevin Jay does a lot. Yeah, that's him. Now. What's his name? Kevin J. Yeah, because he's got he grew up in Africa, did he? White guy. No, no, he grew up in Tottenham, uh, oh. Water Estate. Oh, right. oh, that's where PC Blakelock got killed. Didn't yeah, he? so he grew up there. Um, so, but, oh, okay. But, yeah, but he knows the... a lot about the African. Africa. I think, he, like like me, he he must have gone like the area I lived in was predominantly black. Um, I think he must have gone to a predominantly black school, so I think that's yeah. that's what we've both got in common. I think. Yeah, yeah. But how how do you, how do you find in terms of like offence or offence being taken 
in terms because people like they are you know we've we've sort of chatted on here about it before chatting to black comedians like about their experiences of doing the you know because a lot of like white comedy audiences wouldn't realize there's basically two circuits yeah, so they, they don't. They just think it's just there's just the comedy circuit. And a lot of not, white comics don't realise. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of white comics who have never ever played one and will never play one. No, and also um, they couldn't play one. Uh, no, it depends. Not at all. A, a younger urban, a younger black audience is different from an older black audience. But if you're talking old school, then obviously um, I'll give you an example. And if you, if I mean, you grew up in Tottenham, so you uh, not Tottenham, you grew up in Tooting. You probably know what Tooting, I mean. Yeah. It was an old school Caribbean audience and. Um, there was this guy, white guy, who doesn't do comedy now, and he went on, and the first thing he talked about was anal sex. And me and Jason Patterson, we were at the back going, no. no. We were like going, no, no, no. I mean, you can do that in a mainstream gig, but we were like, no, 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 no. Yeah, and yeah, then he yeah. talked about having sex with his mother, and we were at the back going, oh, no, no. And then he talked about how, how big his penis was, and then this guy got up, very politely went, you've got you to learn to judge the audience. And he came off. <laughs> so, and I went... Just a, a sincere heckle, just like, mate, you I mean, need but, to yeah, learn. He was Helpful. accurate. And I yeah. went to him, why did you do that material? He went, that's the only material I've got. And I went, well, don't oh, do the black cool. circuit. But um, but also, you know, it's just it's just inappropriate, isn't it? And, totally. Like, yeah, and there he, is, you know, there's, there's definitely, yeah, there's some, there's, there's some conversations that are just not had. And I think what well, people probably mistake... play with race a bit in your set, can't you? If you're the like one of the only white people in. I mean, I, I used to have a big set about. I, I used to have a big piece about white uh, middle class, uh, politically correct white people, how annoying they were, which obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, in, like I think when people think of black comedy, they think of about American black comedy, but it's, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. different from a black British experience. And if you've grown up with, with black people, you know that you know you don't talk about things like that in front of. Their nan. Oh, in front of their yeah, nan. You yeah. know, you just don't do that. I mean, like my best friend, I called his mother, I called her Mrs. Joseph, I think, for about 20 years. Yeah, now yeah, we're yeah, yeah, yeah. first name terms. It's but you know, funny one, it's... I remember Imran, me and Imran had a conversation once because I did a joke about my mum on Twitter uh, and it was a silly joke. But like we were talking, he we had a chat about. He was saying that it's like, yeah, only a white guy would ever say that about their own mum. Like, <laughs> you just don't you know. do it. You know what I mean? And it's um, yeah, it's a real sort of a a marker, I think. But um, but yeah, I've it's funny that there's I I often think it'd be really interesting to get a lot of modern comedians, like just white comedians, and put them in a black circuit gig just to sort of see how it would go and you know i think the reason that say kevin jay and i uh, can do those gigs really well is that we're very comfortable in that situation i remember yeah, yeah. seeing a white comic <clears throat> doing a black gig in a theater it's a theater gig yeah. and he looked scared because the audience was predominantly black and you're yeah, like yeah. why are you scared of this audience yeah, they're yeah. in a theater for goodness sake it's you know what i mean it's, it's, it's like not this the... unconscious racism in yeah they, they saw a group of black people and they were just scared by it and it's like it's not the, we're not it's not the wire here we're in the theater yeah 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 and the first you know what i mean and it's like they've come here for a good night out and the first thing he said was he apologized for being white and it's like why are you doing that yeah yeah yeah. They don't, that is not going to endear you to an audience no, you've got to own it and be funny you Rich know. Foss did a great set on that Def Jam. I think it was the first white guy that did it. Who's that? And he just played around Rich Voss. Right. Okay. He was so it was so good his set. Yeah. I mean, it's it probably dated a bit now, but you've got to own it, haven't you? And just and also you're, you're performing in front of Brits. You know, it's well, yeah, exactly. you're British. What, it's what... yeah. You know, I mean, I do have certain jokes that I do on the black circuit that I wouldn't do in front of a mainstream audience because I just wouldn't get it. But you know, at the end of the day, the, you know, I saw, I saw another white comic who who did like 10 minutes in inverted commas of what he thought was black culture. And it, oh. but it wasn't his, it wasn't oh, his experience. Oh, it wasn't God. his experience. So the audience were just like, what are you, cause you know, as you know, as a comic, you've got to do what you've got to, it's got to come th- across as truthful. Yeah. And afterwards I said, why did you do that material? Cause he'd researched it with a friend. I said, why did you do oh, that material? God. And he went, so oh, well, oh, get this. Cause I normally don't give advice, right? I always, I'm very, I never give advice, but I thought I'd give advice. He'd seen me, I was closing the first half. So he knew I knew what I was talking about. I went, uh, why did you do that? You don't need to do that material. Well, they wouldn't get it otherwise. And I was Ooh, like, okay, not, mean, yeah. not giving this guy any more advice. I was yeah, like, because yeah. it's obviously pointless, but it's oh, like, God. you know, like there was a guy called Sam Hastings that day who did 10 minutes about bashment. I know nothing about bashment, didn't get any of the references. He obviously knows a lot about bashment. Audience loved it. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know what bashment is. It's a, a type of music. Yeah, it's like, oh. is it like dancehall, isn't it? It's sort of. You, I have no idea. This, Honestly, I know nothing yeah. about bashment. But Sam Hastings, even though all his music was about bashment, 
that was his experience. You could yeah, tell yeah, yeah, he yeah, knew yeah, his yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and everyone apart from me, because I know nothing about it, found it hilarious, you know? Yeah. So he was being true to himself. But if you go out, it's, it's black, like a... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you go out like a black, could you imagine a black comic seeing a white audience and talking about fox hunting and cream teas? You'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Is I know. That, is that same? Even if they've got no experience, like they didn't grow up around black people, they should. That should be their angle then. Like, just be true. Yes, just be honest. Exactly. Just tell jokes. No, that's, not what you, that's what they want. It's so yeah, but I've seen that because I, I run a lot of gay gigs, uh, often for lesbians, and you get straight women, even experienced straight comics, will go on and the first one that says, I dabbled at being a lesbian once. It's like, no, you didn't. Uh, yeah. I know. You that's know. so insulting. It's, so... it's that thing, it's that, it's that, it's a sort of, it shows a desperation. Audiences can yeah, see yeah, when, yeah. You're, a des- when yeah. you're desperate for their approval. They don't want that. They want you to go on and just be funny and, and you, you look like control. you're meant to be on stage. Yeah. But it's yeah, like... That- you know, although them to like you, I suppose. What was somebody thing. else? And then somebody else claimed that she watched a lot of gay porn, uh, like lesbian porn. It's like no straight woman watches lesbian porn. It's yeah. just yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing in it so. for us. <laughs> 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 Julian's watched every bit that's ever been made. I've got it on now in the background. <laughs> Thought you were looking excited, but you know, and and people got, like, don't on believe. TV walls of just like twelve <laughs> screens. Constantly. But what you're doing, because you're trying to be, you're trying to get them on side. But what you're proving is that you don't feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In that and scenario, that, and people want to see different perspective as well. They don't want you to patronize. You, you know when someone's patronizing you, don't you? Definitely. Like pretending yeah. to understand, or like when a really posh guy would try to speak a bit street, or like, yeah. you know what I mean. That's what yeah. I love. Like you know, there is that thing of. I remember the first time I saw uh, comedian Will Smith. He's like one. Oh yeah, very he was brilliant. Well spoken posh English guy and you know I think that was when I was I'd not started stand-up yet and I reckon I would say I had quite a hefty working class chip on my shoulder at that point I'm saying and you know to, for like a public schoolboy to walk on and start talking in part every part of me was going to be like fuck off mate yeah 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 but he, he just was so unashamedly posh you yeah. know, it's like Miles Jupp has that ability yeah. to just own yeah, it yeah, yeah. and be so funny. Simon but Evans does the same, doesn't Simon he? Simon Evans. It's, MP- it's basically when you watch a comic who knows themselves and isn't ashamed of it and knows how to play around with it. Will Smith did the funniest, one of the funniest heckle put-downs I ever heard at the um, Comedy Cath. And it was, uh, he was just getting loads of shit off some geezer from East London. Like, kept trying to pitch in and he'd bat it away really nicely. And then he sort of finally just stopped and engaged with the guy and went, look, what's going on here? And the guy said something just like, fuck you, like, yeah, fuck you, I don't, what are you, shit, whatever. And Will, Will just stopped and just went, your diction is terrible. <laughs> and he went, <laughs> and then he went, and then he went, where did you school? Like that. <laughs> and fucking, it just took the place apart, you know what I mean? Because like, that's so funny. Um, and it was just so, yeah, unashamedly posh. It was, wasn't trying to do anything, you know what I mean? Just, just was just himself, and it was so good. But that's what that's it. When you can, you can tell when a comic's not being themselves. It's obvious. And it just, and it, it, it creates a barrier, and people find you less funny. It just doesn't, Definitely. you know. So my tip, if you were doing the, the black circuit, just be yourself, because that's yeah. that's what's going to work, isn't it? Uh, everyone else is taken. Boom. And also, like, if you think about it, generally on, on these gigs, I'll be on with like 10, ignoring you. Um, that's what I do with Julian, whenever we gig. Um, yeah, you're on with like 10 men, and then there's, you, so you might be the only woman. So it, it's, it changes things a bit, doesn't it? It changes the dynamic, it changes yeah, the point yeah, of view. Yeah. Because you've done them, haven't you, Carl? You've done black gigs? Yeah, yeah. Over the years, I've done sort of, I don't know, probably eight or something, 10. I've not done loads, but yeah, I've just dipped in and out. And I really like, I've, found, I've always found them very fun. But they are, Ooh, I, I so mean, lovely. first time I did one, I was definitely, I was, it was more intimidating than a normal gig because I do, yeah, I did like, you know, going, because there is a different atmosphere as well. Definitely. You know what I mean? There's and any atmosphere. kind of new environment is you're going to be a bit like, oh, yeah, is it, yeah, yeah, yeah. do well but here? It was just, it was a, all yeah, old it, people or yeah, whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but it was, yeah, it was just, and just, there was like, there was music before and everything. It just felt like, right, this is a, just a different style of night. And I was quite new, but I was I had a great gig. It was fun. It was really fun, just because again, I just again, it is that thing of having just points of reference that are you understand, and you know, you, you're not just 
you've not researched, you've not gone online and gone, what oh. do black people laugh at? <laughs> know what I mean? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard of a white comic talking about, oh, I like, I like your food. She went on oh, stage and said oh, that. Your food. <laughs> you lot. I mean, what does that mean? I mean, you know... <laughs> Given that, you know, every island has got their own dishes. You know, you're talking about Africa. That's a big know, place. Yeah. Have a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, a lot. Yeah. I'm guessing, I'm not an expert, you know, I'm not an expert in food, but I'm guessing there's lots of regional differences <laughs> in food. Right. Uh, you know, um, I think she had a Jamaican patty once or something. I don't know. But it was just... <laughs> Sainsbury's. <laughs> Sainsbury's jerk. Yeah, Nando's, Nando's <laughs> jerk chicken or something. Rice. No, no. <laughs> the, J- the Jamie Oliver jerk chicken recipe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then wanted. I mean, one. I, I got. I got this second hand from a comic, but he was telling me all about it because she was dying, and then she thought she'd win the audience around with comments like that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> she didn't quite manage it. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, um, I'm just seeing the time. We need to wrap it up in a minute. It's flown oh. by. Absolutely flown by. Um, what time's your vegan cooking course? One o'clock. So I've got time. I'm watching Bridgerton. I've just got one episode left what to watch. I might watch that. People keep tweeting about it. I oh, do know you know what? what? I, I thought, oh, God, it's going to be rubbish. Um, it was very popular. So I was like, oh, I bet you it's not very good. It's a historical drama, but with a very modern slant. And it right. is really, really good. Okay. Have you I seen, watched, you I've watched what? seven, have you seven seen, episodes since yesterday. Have you seen Married at First Sight? Like a lot of people in the oh, UK I can't are bear now it. watching it because it's my friend. It's like my the new Love like, Island, yeah. essentially. But it's, yeah. it's been on. It's been on in Australia for years, but they've yeah, just started showing it. it in the UK, and it's like everyone's going mad for I it. Know. I've watched a bit of it here. It and is what do you my, think? It's one of the most brutal shows I've ever watched. Like, it's hard to watch because they literally get married. To, like two people get married having never met. And then it just follows oh. how badly that goes. It's a 30-year episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, honestly. They just, some oh. of them hate each other. So most of them, you know, I'd say half of the couples give it a bit of a go, going like, oh, this person seems nice enough. Let's just not be arsed. Some of them just straight off the bat hate the other person. And that is so, they have to live together. And they're just digging each other out all the time. It's brutal, honestly. It's it's fascinating. But yeah, I'm, that's that's I've started watching a bit of that, and it's that's my current viewing habits. No, a friend tried to get me to watch it, and I'm like, I watched about twenty minutes, and I was like, nah. It's yeah, it's, it's not, not. It's not. You know, you don't like any of the people on it. You watch it with a real Julian. You could go on it. Scans. Who me? Julian. Yeah. Julian could go on it actually. I might do. Yeah. You'd be quite good on it, I think. Thanks. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Just don't do a cock joke on the first date. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> in the <Second> vows. <laughs> um, anyway, well, enjoy Bridgerton and enjoy your vegan cooking. Um, oh yeah, I'll say, I'll, people... I'm... Oh, sorry, oh, sorry. I, was, I was just going to say, where can people find you? Because you do your, uh, you're still doing your address. shows. Oh yeah, I do my comedy chats on Thursdays, which you've both been on. Not, I should get you back together, maybe. Yeah. Why maybe? Why don't you just give us a date now? Because <laughs> I'm thinking about whether I'd get a word in edgeways. <laughs> um, but uh, on, on social media, it's Maureen Younger, very yes. original, and then also on Facebook, my comedy. Um, is that your real surname from... Yes, uh, it is. And I know the older I get... No, it's never occurred to me. I just thought I'd ask. Honestly, do you think... Uh, like, Maureen is also my real name. Obviously, if I thought I had, was going to make a career out of uh, stand-up, I would have changed my name at the beginning. But by the time I realised I was making a living from it, it was too late. I mean, I somebody once said to me, they thought... Maureen. Uh, somebody said to me once that, that be, pretending to be called Maureen was my best joke. Oh, How depressing is that? Harsh. Um... <laughs> I, I it often, was Julian. I, yeah, that, that's why you now just constantly talk about how you're not friends. <laughs> um, I, I often, I often wish I'd changed my name. I, I, I would, I now wish it would have been quite nice to just, you know, have a, a, a sort of pseudonym and then keep your mm. own real name. I, yeah, I often like wish I'd done Switch that. Into that alter ego and stuff. Yeah. Just and your social media just wouldn't be your name. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. Like, you wouldn't take like, anything so personally. Have you changed your name? Because this I'm not famous enough to change my name on Facebook. Have you changed your name? Because all the famous comics have changed their names so people can't find them. Oh, have you I've done not that? done that. I never go on Facebook though. So it's, I want people you know, to find me. I don't think I put the post. <laughs> I share the odd like post. <laughs> yeah, like they spell it differently or mix their yeah, surname yeah, yeah. and first name. 
Yeah. Why don't they just like... keep their name and just not have not accept friends with from people they don't know? Surely you can just. <laughs> I know. Surely the good thing about it is you can curate it to only be friends with people you want to be friends with. I know. I think there's, there's, I think there's some kudos because you get open spots now changing their Facebook name, and you're like, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah. People, hey, oh, you're I not had even getting booked. I was getting bombarded. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Mate, you work in the day. What are you on about? <laughs> <laughs> Delivered my pizza earlier. <laughs> getting bombarded after your gong show in Derby you did last Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but it is funny because you're like you're an open spot love do you know what I mean calm down uh, anyway um, right thanks for coming on it's been really, it's been really thanks fun thanks for coming on Maureen it's been fun lovely catch up uh, as always I'll get that tripod back one day <laughs> good luck I don't know if you, I'm going to take a picture of my shed and show you it's rammed with stuff um, it's, it's in a box somewhere I think you're saying I can't ever have it back yeah, I that's, <laughs> what, that's the crux of that shed unless I tidy up one day so good luck that could be a while I mean, you have only had, um, what, a year of lockdown Ten years. To, to do it. <laughs> it's not like you've had loads on. <laughs> you couldn't dig out the tripod in the last year, I think it's safe to say. Julian's not getting it once shit opens. <laughs> um, right. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks to all our patrons who get uh, joined up and get extra little bits and bobs. Thanks to new um, patrons. Patreon.com forward slash we are previews get togethers catch-ups there we go stuff like um, that it's nice thanks everyone for listening